Blog Talk Radio. Empowered Love with author, self-mastery coach, and relationship expert, Melanie Tanya Evans. Take back your power, heal your soul, and set yourself free. Free through Empowered Love. And now your host of Empowered Love, Melanie Tanya Evans. Hi, I'm Mel and welcome to another Empowered Love Radio Show and this one is part two of this series and in part one we investigated many of the energetic truths regarding how to operate in the vicinity of narcissists that we can't go no contact with and how our goal is to detach, grant them no narcissistic supply and grow up those parts of ourselves that used to get triggered and hooked into their shenanigans understanding that when we stop granting energy, the narcissist must put their energy onto obtaining narcissistic supply from a much easier source. In part two, my desire is to illustrate some fundamental differences between A, people who are still hooked in through unhealed past, B, those who are working with grey rock that are still hooked in through unhealed past, and C, people who are firmly dedicated to working and evolving themselves and have placed their personal evolution and showing up authentically as their most important life mission. Ultimately, this is what part two is all about. The growing up of our insecure, traumatized parts so that we can step into our true selves and generate true results in our life that support us instead of being a victim and susceptible to the false energy of a narcissist hooked into us and the people we love through our as yet unhealed parts. Let's look at this concept deeper right from the start. And this concept is those who evolve themselves in quantum ways. To me, one of the greatest criteria for people who do step into the quantum way is getting to a point in our life where we concede the way I used to do things isn't working. And there also seems to be a realisation, usually after losing so much or being threatened with losing a lot, that the things we used to deem important aren't worth destroying our soul for anymore. Rather, there is a huge shift towards this belief. The state of my soul and the healing of my broken parts first and foremost is what is important. Although, when hooked up in the fight defending ourselves from a narcissist, tearing us to shreds with the pressure of having to pay bills, often including added legal expenses, have a roof over our head and put food on the table, this can seem like the last place we should be putting our focus on. When under attack and fighting for survival, we generally don't do the healing. We try to minimalize the damage and we expend tons of energy trying to control the obscene conditions in our outside world. And we somehow try to secure safety so that we can feel whole and safe again on the inside. Yet that contradicts all the laws of creation of the quantum world. So within, so without. The quantum world is this, as the infinite creator of your own quantum experience connected to all of the field, life is responding to you instead of what you thought 
I am reacting to life. Therefore, trying to secure safety in order to feel safe can't work. Conversely, in painful contrast, everything you touch will only generate more of the inner state you are already vibrating at, bringing you the absolute quantum evidence of so within, so without. The more we decide to stay focused on the outside and fixated on our hopeless, our situation is with a narcissist and how much we're being victimized and abused, the worse and more entrenched it all gets, regardless of how hard we fight to change it. Things start shifting massively and relief starts to come when we drop that way and turn inwards instead. Personally, I concede if I hadn't had the awakening I received that I talk about in my next Thriver TV episode, which is called They Told Me I Would Never Recover, I would have gone to my grave as a victim and it is my greatest heartfelt mission to save people from going where I nearly did. It's so important. Let's have a look at this section, which is losing it all to get it all. When we become quantum creators, we are willing to lose it all to get it all. Let me explain in point form what this means. We realize we cannot stop anyone traumatizing and victimizing us and having power over us when we try to combat them from a place of inner trauma and victimization. We have no power to create healthy change and healing for the people we love when we approach their situation from the inner trauma we ourselves feel about them because from this place we will generate more of the problem. There is no outside to change. Therefore, to change outside, we need to change inside first. When we take our focus off trying to fix and change something outside and work on emotion first to change our trauma related to it on the inside, then we become a generative source of being the solution instead of vibrating at and co-generating more of the problem. Rather than things going even more wrong in our life because we have let go and put our focus into ourselves, what we discover is that things start to fall into place and shift in our favor and we start showing up from a less stressed, more centered, more inspired solution generating center. When we put our own healing, releasing and growing up our unhealed parts and our soul's health in front of all else, including getting love, approval, security and survival from outside of ourselves, then what we discover is that all areas of our life improve in greater ways than we could ever imagine. We discover that it's an utter illusion that we need to feel trauma and victimization in order to feel safe and take action in our life. We realize from that broken center we hand power over and taking action from an empowered solid center against something we know is not our truth is far more efficient and effective. Quantum self-partnering I am going to release all dense energy I feel about certain topics in my life and bring in love and healing to where that was means that life force starts to partner with us effortlessly on the topics where it couldn't when trauma blocked that innate 
organic flow of well-being. And one of the greatest keys of all this is, and it's a fundamental key that is not selfish, rather it is quantumly responsible to self and then all of life. It's this. My soul evolution is the only true thing that matters. Me being my true self and showing up in life as this for myself, life and others. And in no way is any of this dependent on any outcome. This is when the quantum shift happens in every way. When you have become an unconditional source to yourself, no longer needing anything to happen to fix the state of your inner being, then everything that you want, including peace, health and safety for your loved ones, comes in droves. And we also realise in the quantum world that everything is as it should be no matter what it looks like. This is why judgment never works. As soon as we judge something, we cannot shift it. It remains stuck in our experience to show us that the shift is not ever going to happen on the outside. It has to happen on the inside, releasing judgment and trauma. And then that thing out of balance will shift into well-being. I could almost hear you say, but there are things that are in our life that are wrong. My belief is no, there aren't. Everything is always granting a healing evolution opportunity and there are deeper things going on at soul level concerning a soul's evolution and karmic payback journey that maybe we don't understand at surface level. My journey with Life Between Lives showed me many amazing soul truths about that and I wrote an article about that which is called The Soul Contract with a Narcissist and the link to that will be on this blog. If you haven't read it, I really suggest that you do. So a simple real life example of what I'm talking about is this. Believing a person <clears throat> excuse me, who is supposed to love us should not speak to us like that. Or we can understand that they are reflecting to us how we feel about and speak to ourselves. And it is up to us to heal that. As well as eventually be honest and authentic with this person about what we would like for them, from them. And work on who we are prepared to show up as to ourselves and others as a truly honest, loving, supportive being. And once doing this, if we realise this person has neither the desire or the resources to meet us at a healthier level, then detaching, letting go and partnering yourself with all of the things that they will not provide you, creating you as a template of more of that with other unlimited sources of real love in the future. This first viewpoint is one of a victim who doesn't see the bigger picture and growth opportunity and is doomed to keep reliving the pain. The second is the quantum creator who sees all of it as an exciting growth inducing expansion into the next highest version of who they are. Is there any greater urgency to get this right than being narcissistically abused? I don't think so. And quantum law is absolute. It is unconditional. It is as consistent and as successful in our life for a lightweight person as a narcissist, aka Terminator. Yet, will we really get the inner work done regarding someone in our life who was only a lightweight? I believe not. So this section is about from stress to peace. 
one of the greatest stresses in life, I believe, is trying to deal with a narcissist. Because all of a sudden the things we used to be able to control in life are now out of control. Narcissists don't play by the rules, don't uphold agreements and totally do their own thing, which is usually exactly the thing that brings you copious amounts of stress. It's so interesting that the stress of a narcissist often ups the ante of other stresses we used to feel and have in our life as adults prior to the narcissist or and the stresses that we lived with as a child. Both were definitely my situation. Stress was something I was terminally immersed in from a young age as my parents always stressed about everything, ranging from why the lid on the peanut butter wasn't done up correctly to major life decisions. That was my normal. So it was no surprise that I used to be a big control freak and stressed out person even before narcissistic abuse. A girlfriend aptly nicknamed me the stress queen because I constantly felt anxiety, forever needing to know the next 10 steps in front of me in order to try to feel safe, which of course never worked. I was not surrendered into the quantum connection that I now live and experience as my normal, which is all of life supports me. I lived anything but. Of course this made me ripe for narcissistic abuse because when we feel like we need to control everything and everyone outside of us, it means we are not in control on the inside. And we get into relationships with other people who aren't either and then get totally controlled by them. In this state, operating in our small, finite, limited, dependent, fearful self which sadly is the way we've been taught to be in normal human mode, we place emphasis on stuff to try to stop stressing. This is how it goes. I won't be safe without ABC. I'm not worthy of love without ABC. I can't survive without ABC. And this means we're always trying to attach to and control other people and things so that they may give us enough of whatever it is that we're not feeling safe about inside of ourselves in order to finally feel whole. Narcissists show us how wrong town our normal human programming has been. When we find ourselves stuck in the extreme stress with traumas and cling on trying to right the wrongs, it's because we've not as yet grown up our inner being into the feelings of wholeness or being able to directly create with the organic well-being of life. If this is resonating deeply with you as truth, and especially if you are under fire, you may be wondering how is the safe way to turn this all around. Here is the clincher, there isn't. Everything inside of you, letting go of your focus on the outside and turning inwards is going to scream in terror with the fear of letting go and surrendering. Your ego defense mechanisms will try to convince you this is giving up and you'll be undefended and annihilated. Yet, I promise you this, surrendering and turning inwards is not about giving up. It is about giving over and letting a higher force, whatever that means to you, such as your higher infinite self, to step in and take over for you. That is the quantum way. And when we discover what really controls and flourishes and nourishes us, 
we realise it was never our small, limited, fearful, dependent selves. I nearly had to die to surrender, so please know I get it how scary it seems. I was stubborn and I know honestly I probably never would have unless I was brought to my knees with nowhere else to go. Thank God my soul orchestrated the events where I did get to that juncture. And the truth was, from that point onwards, I was ready to fully commit to my soul to the exclusion of all else because everything else was gone. We're all meant to get their soul to soul devotion. That I have no doubt about. And the question in your life dealing with narcissistic abuse is this. How hard do you need to be pummeled till you put your soul's health in front of everything, even your children? And when will you understand that putting your soul first is the only way to honor everything and everyone in the highest way? Because it is all one. And that includes our children. We cannot honour them until we honour ourselves first. The process to do this is actually simple, which soul truth is simple. It's this. Go inwards to what hurts and release that trauma and replace it with well-being. Become the change you seek. Truly, I could have written those 19 words Go inwards to what hurts and release that trauma and replace it with well-being. Become the change you seek. I could have written those 19 wounds instead of the 1800 I already have. But I know that the simple soul truth can seem too simple to grasp until we start doing it. How this relates to narcissists. So how does all this relate to being in contact with a narcissist. It's simple. You stop believing a false self, a narcissist is your source, and meet the terrors blocking you from being your own source and grow those parts of yourself up. Those parts that previously and often deeply unconsciously believe love, approval, security and survival as an adult needed to be provided for you. Then you stop handing over power, tiptoeing around, trying to keep an abuse, keep on an abuser's good side to get what you want from them or roaring back to try to make them get it. Then you let go of the, but they should be held accountable, meaning they should have granted me what I'm not as yet healed enough to grant myself and take the gift of the incredible personal evolution opportunity that the narcissist brought to your attention and get to work on it. And when they cease to exist to you, even if co-parenting is when you and your children, if applicable, will flourish and thrive the most. And it is also when the things you now no longer need to get to feel whole, you just do anyway, will come to you in abundance through the unlimited, infinite permutations that life grants you when you go quantum. Now let's look at some examples of the three ways we can deal with a narcissist ranging from the most unconscious to the most conscious. In the workplace, let's have a look at this scenario. You are smeared by a narcissist to your boss. She has lied to try to get you demoted that she can so that she can take over your position. 
So the first example is the person who has not done any work yet on their inner wounds. So the young childhood wounds of, I am persecuted, authority smash me, I'm bullied and I have no power and I need these people to survive are heavily triggered. You feel terror. You feel white hot panic when you hear of the accusations. You feel small, unsafe and start frantically trying to explain and justify how this was not true. You did not do these things. You either hide out from and totally avoid or blow up at the narcissist. She now has more ammunition against you because you are deemed as not showing up as a teammate or attacking and she has unlisted other people who have seen your behaviour against you as well. The result is you are demoted and lose your role to the narcissist. Example two, the person who is working with grey rock yet has not done the work on their unhealed wounds. You are triggered. You feel the intense fear of the young unhealed wounds. I am persecuted. Authority smash me. I'm bullied and I have no power and I need these people to survive. And it takes all that you can do to keep calm but you remember not to grant the narcissist anything. So you don't react to the narcissist, you stay calm with her and you explain your situation as factually as possible to your boss. There is not enough proof either way and your boss states that the accusations are serious and as such you will require monitoring even though there is not enough evidence to, devote, to demote you. And the result is this, even though you feel some relief that you didn't lose your job, you feel the injustice of being watched and you know the narcissist is gloating. You are also very fearful that the narcissist will try something again soon. You're obsessing and watching over your shoulder and terrified about losing your job if the narcissist succeeds. Example three, the person aligning with quantum power. You are triggered, you feel the fear of some young unhealed wounds because even though you've already done a lot of inner work on yourself, you realise that every trigger is showing you more unhealed parts to be resurrected back to wholeness. You immediately know that is where you need to go to do the work on the inside, emotion first before acting. So the night after receiving news of the accusations, you do NARP inner work and find the wounds. I am bullied and have no power and I need these people to survive. And you release and replace these traumas with healing until you feel total, solid inner peace and calm. You know deeply within that tomorrow you will know what to do. The next morning you show up to work as normal, make a cup of coffee and fearlessly, whilst in your heart space lovingly, knock on the door of the boss's office. You explain that the accusations are not true, but realise an investigation may need to take place and you state your truth. I respect that whatever you decide is your decision and I know my own level of integrity and commitment. I will only work under conditions where that is also respected and known. And you mean it. You feel fine about it. This is no act. It's a solid, authentic inner truth. You believe that what unfolds is for your highest purpose and truth, no matter what presents. And if you were not to be believed and demoted, so be it. You'd leave because that is not the truth of your life. And a door of something much more aligned with your truth would present. You are willing to lose it all to live as truth. And boy, is this next bit so important.
this is everything. You have no attachment to the outcome. You know whatever it is, it is in the hands of the infinite source that knows the best for you that you could not possibly know. And all you have to do is keep releasing fear and showing up authentically no matter what it is. Please know this can't be faked. You have to be genuinely aligned with it. That is true power. That's it. And I don't think I've ever expressed that as clearly as I just did then. So the result, the boss is warm and receptive to you and states he will look into it but don't be concerned. Someone else in the office inadvertently out of the blue comes forward and exposes the narcissist. The narcissist ha had confided in them what they were planning. The narcissist loses their job. It's quantum law. Let's have a look at whilst co-parenting. Okay, so the scenario, your ex-partner is treating your children terribly as well as smearing you to them. So the first example is the person who has not done any work yet on their inner wounds. The young childhood wounds of the people I love hurt me. I'm the one blamed for all the problems. I can't protect and fix the people I love. Everything is my fault. People don't believe in me, listen to me or respect me. Other people overpower me and the people I love turn against me are significantly triggered. You react, you get onto child services, you cry and rage, you call family and friends, you react and send emails to the narcissist, you try to tell the kids how credible you are and what a liar the narcissist is. The result. The abuse and smearing escalates and your solicitor and the authorities don't have any answers for you and you discover can't take any action against the narcissist. Your children are turning away from you and believing the narcissist and now the narcissist is putting forth a case that you are attempting child alienation against him. It's all a terrible mess. You feel more and more traumatized and hooked into fighting back with the narcissist's abusive replies and now you have to defend yourself in court and the children are getting caught in the middle of this war. So example two, the person who is working with Grey Rock who has not done the work on their unhealed wounds. The young childhood wounds of the people I love hurt me. I'm the one blamed for all the problems. I can't protect and fix the people I love. Everything is my fault. People don't believe in me, listen to me or respect me. Other people overpower me. And the people I love turn against me are significantly triggered. You don't make any contact with a narcissist. Instead, you contact child services and also have serious discussions with your children, trying to help them in the face of the abuse and to get them to see the truth about you and the narcissist. Result, the abuse and the trauma continues. You are having very limited success with your solicitor and authorities and your children are still being abusive towards you. Example three, the person aligning with quantum power, you are triggered. You feel the fear of some young unhealed wounds because even though you've already done a lot of inner work on yourself, you realize that every trigger is showing you more unhealed parts to be resurrected back to wholeness. 
you immediately know that you're in a being emotion first is where you need to go to to do the work before acting. So when you receive the evidence from the children about how the narcissist was verbally abusive and smacked them and the stories that the narcissist told them about you, you feel the triggers within and know that you need to heal them. That night when the children are in bed, you give up your TV show and you do NARP inner work instead. What you find is a trauma of the beliefs such as people don't believe in me, listen to me or respect me and the people I love turn against me. And you work it through with NARP modules until there is no emotional charge left on it. You then work with the goal setting module to set up the goal. My children are safe and coming into their own power, truth and inner wisdom. And you release all the fear you feel about what the narcissist is doing to them and how they've been speaking to you. Then after shifting that trauma out of your inner being and replacing it with love and healing, which is the quantum freedom healing process, what comes is an incredible inner peace. You know that at some level of your children's souls that they are doing an evolutionary journey for their own development and you can let go and be aligned with they are protected. Knowing that if there is an action you can or need to take, you will receive the guidance and inspiration to do so rather than what you would have done before shifting, which was act from a position of inner trauma, which would only ever generate more of the same. You know now that you and the children will become the solution instead of adding to the problem and you know that the most important element in all of this is for you to be the most whole, safe and healthiest parent possible in order to lead the way for them. You also know that there is nothing you need to prove to the children about who you are. You just need to be who you are and not try to earn their love, overcompensate, justify yourself or fight back. Rather simply parent from position of love and healthy boundaries, having cleared your inner being of the early traumas you were carrying, which were being reflected back to you via your children. So that this energy must shift in your experience. When you are no longer being it, it can't come because you have become someone other than who you were being and have no attachment to them stopping smearing you. Just free yourself of trauma and make it your mission to become your authentic self. The result, your children's conversations about abuse and the smear campaigns against you dissolve away. You keep up leveling any triggers you feel from the narcissist whilst co-parenting and you have no need for the narcissist to be anything in particular or provide anything in order for you to feel okay. What comes is simply a bonus if anything does come. You are building your own life for you and your children and as they get older, they gravitate more and more toward you. Your children start to become as empowered as you. You led by example. Piece by piece, this result is inevitable. It's quantum law. Many, many people in this two-part series wanted to know about how to handle co-parenting and how to protect their children from a narcissist. And I hope what I just wrote has helped a lot because I'm so passionate about this topic and because as far as I am concerned, 
There is no greater need than when our children are involved to align with quantum law. I think it is very important to expand on this topic. It stands to reason that many narcissists will use your children as pawns against you because this is where they can affect you the most. As loving mothers and fathers, naturally we're going to be triggered and enraged when our innocent, helpless children are being abused. Yet time and time again, contemporary channels are not delivering solutions. Often it is only physical or sexual abuse if proven that constitutes abuse and the ability to take any real action. I know of cases where parents who have been diagnosed with multiple personality disorders through the court systems were still awarded 50% custody, outrageously deeming the child is better off with them in their life than not. How many of us out there trying to battle a narcissist through the system stood no chance to stop them doing what they were doing? So many. However, what I've seen consistently happen through this community is that the non-narcissistic parent who releases and reprograms their inner trauma to the point where it no longer exists starts having breakthroughs with the system which are unprecedented. Totally. Such as full parenting rights and custody awards, property settlements, and the list goes on and on and on. Healthy property settlements where people get what they went for and sometimes even more. The consistency of this is too regular to be a coincidence. The truth is it isn't. It all gets back to quantum law. So within, so without. And I know what I am suggesting is hugely counterintuitive and it may seem glib and even irresponsible and as if our children's welfare is not important because what I'm saying is stop trying to fight back with what is happening with the children and turn inwards instead. Far from being irresponsible about what is happening to our children at the hands of narcissists, I am passionately committed to helping save our children from this trauma as well as their future generations so that these cycles of abuse abuse can finish by dealing with this at the true level that works and this is so necessary because in the case of narcissists there are countless people everywhere stuck in this struggle who are the most diligent and loving of parents trying to do everything they can to protect their children to no avail I see that happen all the time. Some of my closest friends have been in this position until they shifted, meaning go inside, release the trauma we feel about this situation and become an inner platform of peace, trusting life will unfold in the ways that will support our children and literally knowing they are safe, protected and coming into their own wisdom and power before any physical evidence presents. Be it and it will come. Be, come is the total formula for creation. Then things start to happen. Our children get calmer because where our energy goes in regard to them, theirs does too. And within the experience we're having as life in our quantum reality, things start to shift to match our inner composition state on these topics. Then the narcissist loses power in this situation. He or she is just not a quantum match anymore. I'd like to share with you a little bit about my own son, Zach, and his journey. 
which can hopefully help those of you worried about your children and the damage they are suffering and their futures. I carried incredible guilt about my son regarding how damaged, broken and unavailable I was to him and how ultimately he ended up being a severely disordered teen with life-threatening drug and alcohol addictions. It was just horrible. Many people would have thought the damage was done because of his formative years when I'd been alcoholic, even before the narc abuse marriage. Yet when I understood quantum law, I realized deeply that holding onto that guilt and the trauma I felt regarding him was not serving him in any shape or form. I knew there was only one way I could help him, and truly everything else I'd tried didn't. And that was to go to all the triggers regarding him and what had happened and release that trauma so that love and healing could fill the space where that trauma had been. When I did that, I shifted into the organic knowing that at soul level, nothing had been wrong. Every soul, including Zach's, had chosen a specific journey in alignment with the soul's evolution into more wholeness, just as I had. I promise you, after my shift, it only took three weeks before my son became what I had already become in regard to him, the knowing of him coming home to himself. My son and I today have the most incredible relationship and he is an exemplary human being, wise, gentle, solid and incredible. And so much of that is because of the journey we went on and the one I was not there for him on as well. It is all meant to be, yet when we heal ourselves on this, the painful lessons can be over and the love can begin. And I promise you this, where our energy goes is where our children's energy follows. I so hope this helps. There is another suggestion I want to share with you if co-parenting, which is our family wizard because this creates a third-party accountable platform for communication regarding your children and it's a very healthy way to go when co-parenting with a narcissist. And the link to that is on my blog. For those of you with family members, there really are three choices with family members. Don't work on ourselves or create boundaries and remain traumatized and dependent, which means hooked into the abuse. That's our first option, not a great option. The second one is grow up our unhealed parts and any hooks of guilt or responsibility. And module six in the NARP program is especially powerful for this, whereby we become a source to ourselves of love, approval, security and survival and no longer need this family member to provide anything. Therefore, being able to have limited contact and draw firm, healthy boundaries such as hang up or leave the vicinity if abuse starts with no guilt or explanation to anyone or fear of family rebuke. Or the third, go no contact with this person because we cannot have our soul healthy in their presence and do the inner work to heal and recover, including releasing and healing any guilt or fear of the family repercussions, the narcissist smear campaigns, etc. I promise you that if you work on your inner being, which is so within, so without, the fallout will be minimal or non-existent. If you don't work on your inner being, the fallout is likely to be crippling. 
These are the stark contrasts of the people in this community who do the inner work and those who don't. So here are some added resources. You will see them on the blog. I've put some added resources for people if you're dealing with family members or narcissistic parents and you'll see those links there. So getting close to finishing off, these are some specific things people wanted help with. One lady wrote in, a pretty consistent stream of verbal abuse included belittling which left my confidence severely rocked. It's hard to implement and maintain boundaries when such in a severely depleted state. In fact, I have no sense of what a proper boundary was. I couldn't make a decision for fear of getting it wrong. So I'd love to know more about protecting and valuing ourselves while still living with, working with or co-parenting, etc. with an N. My answer is this. Our being rocked, thrown off balance and not knowing how to lay a healthy boundary, which in all honesty is, I grant you no energy or attention when you're obscene and I'll relate to you if and when you act decently toward me, is all because there are unhealed inner parts within you from childhood which are being severely triggered and causing you to regress to a powerless, insecure state. These are some really important questions that can lead you inwards to where you can heal and move up and out of this predicament. Who treated you critically and painfully when you were a child and in what ways has that left you wounded? How has this meant that you were not able to grow up with a solid inner identity that required no approval from the outside to know your worth? Those are the inner traumas that quantum freedom healing finds and releases so that those wounded young parts can heal into being a solid, healthy adult. Once that work is done, then you will not even be triggered. That is when you will look at the narcissist with no emotional part affected and have no need to justify, argue, jump to attention or do anything other than detach. Because your inner identity will no longer be a wounded match for what he is dishing out to you. This is all relating to unhealed childhood wounds so that you can evolve yourself truly and not just with a narcissist but in all areas of your life where these young wounds were holding you back. I hope this grants you hope. A beautiful lady I know in the community wrote for assistance on this topic. Constant violations of our divorce decree as means to control me and sabotage my life. Refusal to communicate about children and putting their best interests first is very frustrating. My answer, the keys as to what to work on are right there. Release the belief. He is doing this as a means to control me and sabotage my life until they just don't exist because if not, so within, so without, which will continue as an absolute truth in your life. And let go of the disappointment and frustration of the refusal to communicate with our children and put their best interests first. Remember one of the golden keys. Become your own source to you and the people you love and let go of any expectation of the narcissist being anything at all. Otherwise, it's going to hook you and damage you and your children. No matter what he is or isn't doing, there is a worldwide of possibilities of love and abundance and flow that are not the narcissist. He is not your source. You as a direct connection with life are. Align with that and see the prosperity and wholeness come in. It is quantum law. I hope these replies have helped so many situations 
that this two-part series could be applied to. All right, so in conclusion, the bottom line when we're up-leveling up everything in our life that doesn't serve us, including having to deal with a narcissist with quantum law, is this. We listen to our emotions and we go inwards to what hurts, no matter what it is, such as, I can't make this person be accountable. He or she said that and it hurt. My children were treated like this. I don't know if I can get a settlement with this person. I have a custody battle on my hands. Literally, whatever it is, the healing premise is identical. Simply go to what hurts in your body. Release the trauma and bring in love and healing to replace it. Then you shift. Then the experience must shift because so within without. This is all you have to do. Sorry if it sounds way too simple, but it's the truth. Keep it simple. Keep it specific. Target exactly what hurts and you will see the results start to open in up in your life where nothing else was working. It's quantum law. So I so hope part two has helped you and that I've covered off enough angles for the people who require specific suggestions and I look forward to answering your questions and your comments below. So come over to the blog to see all of the information and the links which is blog.melanietoniaevans.com and I'd love you to uh, respond there if you would like to or on Facebook on my Facebook page. So that's it from me. Until the next show, lots of love. Bye-bye.